coming up. Helping children become beacons of peace with the Queen of Peace. But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imagine Peace. I'm Terry Angel, here with my co-host and co-director of 10 Million for World Peace, Marbeth Dunn, and we are bringing you a special interview today on our podcast for a very beautiful, precious friend of ours, Karen Palmer. I'd like to tell you just a little bit about Karen, and then we're going to talk to her and, and get some of her thoughts about peace. Karen Palmer is a master at manifesting and teaches simple strategies so anyone can live their dream life. She shares how to apply the laws of the universe as a successful, mindful coach. She brings ancient wisdom to modern times as a kundalini yoga instructor and helps people discover the magic within. She has combined all her spiritual gifts to be a conscious dog trainer and a nonprofit business leader she is working to bring environmental education, animal advocacy, and kindness into the public schools. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. We are delighted to have you here. So let's jump into peace. Karen, tell us about the work that you're doing for World Peace. Well, I've been going into the schools now for over 22 years, and I, it started when my daughter was five, and um, I was teaching um, environmental education, animal advocacy, and kindness. Mostly, I was teaching a lot about social-emotional learning before it was ever even called social-emotional learning. I was teaching about mindful meditations and mindful um, music and uh, kind of being a weird Al Yankovic of kindness and compassion, taking songs that are popular and putting conscious lyrics to them. So I started doing that and then that grew into my nonprofit organization. And that was um, an opportunity for me to work with children in the area and um, also organize our local Earth Day. We had our first Earth Day back in two, 2002. And um, so we've had a, a lot of wonderful Earth Days since then. But um, I believe that what we're, you know, mostly what has happened in our little area is that we have shown that it's there's a prototype of what's possible and that we live in a peaceful community. We live in a wonderful, loving, caring, kind community where people look out for each other. And um, I believe that over the 20 years that I've been going into the schools, that the children that I was that I was able to work with and teach have carried that on into 
beautiful things. Many of the children that I was able to be teaching are now moms and dads themselves. And our school has a community garden. We have composting, uh, recycling. All these things were not happening before I started going into the schools. And so I believe that I planted a seed, but many, many others came along and saw what I was doing and said, I want to do that too. So I believe that that's the impact that we have on, on our children is they're already beautiful, amazing, incredible souls that are here and they're ready to hear these lessons and when we cultivate that in the children we see a difference instantly i i i'm living proof of that i saw i see a difference instantly and many of the children have come up to me after the class and said thank you, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to calm myself down. Thank you for helping me. Now I know how to help myself. And it's all about self-regulation. It's about bringing that self-awareness and really empowering children through the power of kindness and you know, helping them be kindness superheroes. And, and they love that. They they love to be the kindness superheroes. You know, they they want to do beautiful things in the world. They want world peace. The kids. I, I have. We have our local. Um, I'm also on the education board for our local botanic garden. And um, when we take the kids out for field trips, we have a wishing tree. And on that wishing tree, there are so many beautiful little tag saying world peace we wish for world peace we wish that we could have more kindness we wish that we could have more people being nice to each other you know just beautiful beautiful messages and honestly i talk with the children all the time and i really feel that they are incredible beautiful gifts and blessings to our future. I really think our future is bright because of the children that I've been working with for all these years and for the years to come, because I'll never stop. <laughs> it's so beautiful, Karen. I really love that. So basically all the work that you're doing with the children in your little neck of the woods, um, how do you think that's impacting our whole planet? Well, First of all, helping children to see the impact that they have by every choice that they make, showing each, each child, like I said, it, it's been a seed that's been planted. And as I began to share, many of the children that I've been able to teach have gone into politics, have gone into, um, you know, being... Um, environmental educators themselves that have gone into uh, teaching about, you know, the importance of animal advocacy. And so many, I believe that's the ripple effect. You know, I believe that when, and using social media, I learned how to use social media 
And because of social media, I was able to reach millions of people with these messages of hope and kindness. And I'm the founder of Global Kindness Going Viral, which did go viral, and also the founder of the Puppy Love Revolution, which is also another way of using social media to help animals to learn how to work with animals that are have been abused. I, I work with um, our local humane society and I help animals that are getting um, looking to be adopted. And I'm a conscious dog trainer. So I help to train the dogs so that they can be ready for like adoption events so they can be comfortable with people meeting and greeting them so that, you know, they are. So the impact for me is about showing that one person does make a difference. And by living that experience and sharing it with every child and every person that I talk with, I, I share that one person does make a difference. Okay. And that was one of the biggest things that was kind of um, a false limiting belief that I had um, was that one person can't make a difference. And who am I to think that I can make a difference? Who am I to think that I can go into the schools and teach about environmental education? I, you know, was trying to get my nonprofit organization. I was a, a young mom. I only had my five-year-old daughter was in kindergarten. And I became kind of that mom where the, the schools kind of saw me coming and they were like, oh, here she comes. She's going to talk about recycling. She's going to talk about the environment, you know. But the kids were like, oh, here she comes, you know. And so it changed the dynamic with the adults. The adults realize that these kids want Miss Kindness back. They want her to be coming to the classroom. And so before I knew it, it was, um, you know, it was in high demand. You are making a big impact, Karen. You mentioned the wishing tree and how some of the kids were writing on there. They wanted world peace. So what does that mean to you to have world peace? Oh, this is my favorite question because I asked the children and this second grader gave me the absolute most beautiful answer. And I have carried that with me everywhere to every, every conference that I've gone to, every place. Anybody asks me this question, this is my answer. He said, well, world peace to me is everyone knowing that they have more than enough and wanting to share. And to me, that is the truth. And, and it was, it rang a bell with me. And when he said it, I asked him, I said, can I share that with, you know, when I go out to speak to people, can I share that, that you, that you shared that message with me? And he said, Oh, please. Yes. Yes. Please share that with everyone. Because when we know that we have everything and we are everything and we are living as our true original innocent self, living as our true self, our true authentic self, we want to give, we want to share, we want to, we want to be that presence of peace for children and for 
adults and for everyone so that people can witness it in us and remember it in themselves. And once they see that reflection reflected back over and over again, we will have world peace. Because I do believe that it's just an illusion that we believe there's not enough for everyone. And when this beautiful child said that, when we remember that we have everything and that we have more than enough and we want to share, I just thought that to me was the most beautiful way to answer that question. So feel free to use it anytime. I love it. He said that too. He said, feel <laughs> free to use it anytime. <laughs> <clears throat> so Karen, that was, I love this. I love this whole conversation. So do you think that meditating for peace is important? Absolutely. I absolutely believe that meditating for peace will change our world completely. It's why I started using social media in the first place. It was the reason why global kindness going viral was even initiated because I re realized it was so crazy. It was so, it was such a beautiful unfolding of learning to see how powerful really meditation is. Um, because I had been, you know, I've been teaching yoga for many years and I've been teaching Kundalini yoga and um, in my local area. And my daughter was four years old when I started teaching her to meditate. And so she is a, a, a very lifelong meditator also. And um, when I started using social media, it started with Periscope because Periscope was the way that we started the social media craze where live streaming was the most amazing opportunity where you could really start to connect with people who were in the same mindset, who were, you know, looking for that. So I started a, um, a show called the Self Love Sunday, Self Love Sunday show. And that was teaching how to do meditation and learning how to love yourself through meditation. And then um, one of the other channels, Love in Action, was one of the biggest channels on Periscope at the time, saw that I was doing what I was doing on Sunday and asked me to be a host on their channel. And then um, from there, there was another channel that was all dedicated global meditations. Um, and, and she started her channel and she saw what I was doing on Love in Action and she asked me to come and be on her channel. So that was how it just kind of grew and it was, every person was looking for what we were doing. And, and so I believe that when people understand the power of meditation, when, when and, and this is what's happened with the schools, I call them inner journeys. I don't call them meditation because there's a stigma with meditation in the schools, but, um, even peace education is a stigma, <laughs> believe it or not. You have to be very careful about your wording and the way that people are. It's, it's crazy how people want to be offended. <laughs> they, they look for reasons to have an upset. And, um, and it, it amazes me, but that's been the case. And so I've had to, you know, 
tune in with my own inner guidance and ask for help in being able to use the verbiage that the schools are comfortable with, which is kindness and compassion and um, environmental education and animal advocacy. And so those are the words that I use, but the inner journeys are so magical for these children. And after we do these inner journeys and I talk to them, they come running up, giving me the biggest hugs, thanking me. That's the best I've felt. I, how do I do that on my own? How can I do that? I want to show my mom how to do it. And that's one of my favorite things is that when I have a child who I've been able to work with in, in the school and they want me to meet their mom or dad and, and show them how to do this. And it's just, it's just a beautiful ripple effect. And it really has made a huge effect. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Karen, this is so beautiful. So thinking about peace, what is your favorite peace practice? I love this peace practice. It's called a peace corner. And I teach the children about a peace corner. And they have in their home, I encourage them to find one space where they can be, where they can create their own peace corner. It can be wherever they like. It can be outside, inside. And the kids come back and they're so excited. They're like telling their you know, they're, they're coming back and they're telling me about their peace corner and they're saying, but my brother wants to be in my peace corner and my mom wants to be in my peace corner. And I'm so excited because I can share my peace corner with everyone. And, and, you know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful experience when you can give a child an opportunity to really, really feel that peace <laughs> and that's what that that's what yeah. that has been um with with the effort of teaching the peace corner so i i love doing that with all all different ages it, it's a wonderful thing for a teenager a teenager you know it's another because we're always trying to find i'm always trying to find ways to um bring in more to the middle school and to the high schools because the elementary school kids love this stuff. They want to do it. They want to sing. They want to go perform. See a lot of another impact that we've had is I teach the kids these beautiful songs and then they put on concerts for our local nursing homes. And, and that's a big, that's been a really great thing. We, we did that before COVID and um, it was amazing. It was so beautiful. And then we also did um, Valentine Senior Buddies, where they made Valentine cards for the local seniors. And they had a senior buddy who they were able to visit at the nursing home. And they got to share stories with each other. Well, that's beautiful. So those are my two favorite things. I think those are my two favorite things is the, the peace corner and um, the taking the children into the nursing homes. That's fair. And the animals into the nursing homes too. Both, both of those things I think are my favorite wonderful. practices. 
Well, you've really shared so many beautiful things today. How can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? Well, mostly on social media, you can find me. I am known as Mindful Media Mom on all social media. And you can go to my website, which is globalkindnesstv.org. And um, any anybody who wants to reach out, they can just reach out pretty much through any of the social media channels. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Karen. We so love and appreciate you. You're doing wonderful work. Thank you, Karen. Thank you.